Hey, welcome. I'm Norebe, and today I'm gonna tell you something about the widening of a highway near the forest of Amelisert. But first of all, thank you for listening. I appreciate it that you want to listen to this, if it's for school or just because you like it. Nice to know that you're listening. So, the topic of today is the forest Amelisert on the east of Utrecht. And especially the widening of the highway on the west of this forest, because this will take away a part of the forest. And this gets a lot of friction and discussion between different parties and different opinions on uh, how or to do the widening. First of all, I'm going to tell you something about the forest and the history of the forest and the highway. Then I'm going to tell you something about the stakeholders and some interviews I've had with these different stakeholders. And at least I'm going to give you some information about the research I did on the sound and the noises you hear of the highway in the forest. If you're in the area, in the forest, nice, awesome. And try not to listen the whole time to this podcast, but click on pause and also walk in the forest and listen to the birds and listen to the wind. And try to ignore the highway. See if that's possible. So first of all, the history. The forest is very old. First, it's called Amelisweert, and this name that is from the 12th century, when a knight named Amelis came here and wanted the area. So he built a building on it, a big castle, and he named it after himself. So that's why it's called Amelisweert. And in these last 800 years, a lot has happened with the forest. It's been chopped down for wars, wars have been fought over the area. The buildings have been destroyed and rebuilt. So the buildings Amelisweert and new Amelisweert that you see these days are from 1800 and not from 1200 because these are destroyed. Also the trees are not from 800 years ago because all, tre- all the trees in the Netherlands were chopped for the ships we built in the golden age to move our gold and our slaves. So yeah, the trees you see in this area or in this forest are more or less 200 years old. And not the full 800 years. And then the history of the highway. The highway uh, was built in 1975. And even then there was a lot of protest against the building of this highway. Because also then it took away a part of the forest. Like what's happening now. And a lot of activists didn't want this forest to be chopped. Or part of the forest. So it gave a lot of friction and discussion about different parties on building the highway in first place but in the end the highway was built and cars came over the highway more and more cars and now on a normal day there's a lot of traffic jam and to end this traffic jam the highway needs to widen which gives again like in 1975 a lot of discussion about is it really necessary and do the trees need to get jobs for this highway so that's in short the highway and the forest and the area where it is about. And I think if you're walking in the forest, this is a good time to pause. In this case, we have four different stakeholders. First of all, we have the people who live there together with the activists who are against the widening of the highway. The second stakeholder is Rijkswaterstaat, the organization that planned the whole widening with the whole bigger project. The third stakeholder are the drivers on the highway, who also want the highway to widen, because uh, they will have less traffic, jam time. And the last one are the hikers in the forest. So first of all, we have the uh, people who live there together with the activists, and most of the people are activists, so that's why I combined them. I've had an interview with one of these activists, Anneke Wensing. Uh, and I'm gonna give a summary of this interview because it was in Dutch, 
so it's easier to give a summary than to translate the whole interview. Uh, so I asked her, why is it not a good idea? Just a simple but easy question with a lot of answers to give. And she said, yeah, it's not going to fix the problem because if the highway will be bigger, there will be more cars and the traffic jams will come back. And then I said, yeah, but it's better than to keep the traffic jam as it is. Uh, and she said, yeah, but it's also the trees because she really cared about the trees. And she said, yes, those trees are 200 years old and they are not compensatable. But I said, uh, and these are the plants. So, but the plans of the government are to uh, compensate all the nature. And that's possible. And they do that with more nature than what is there now. But she said, yeah, it takes 40 years before the nature is fully compensated. And that's too long. Possibly the new forest will be also chopped because of other plants. The forest has to increase, not decrease. And taken in pieces to other areas uh, because this forest is unique it's on clay instead of sand what we have in the most of the netherlands uh, because of the rhine uh, and the rhine was here uh, to give clay to the river so i asked her what is then the better option uh, if not this is the best option and she said yeah well people uh, will work in the future more and more from home as we see now in the whole COVID situation. And now with the COVID situation, the traffic jams are gone because there are, even if there's 10% less traffic, most of the traffic jams will just go away. Uh, so that's a good option, she said. And the second one was to make the trains and the buses better from Utrecht to the rest of the Netherlands. So people will take the buses or trains instead of the car to go to work. So that's the small summary of my interview with Anneke. And the next interview I had was with André van Schie. He's a faction leader for the VVD in the province. And for me, he was the representative of the drivers on the highway. So of course, he thinks the plan is a good plan and the best plan to solve the traffic jam. And I asked him, why is this the best plan? And he said, well, it's on the long term, the best plan. And you don't really chop the forest. It's only a piece of the forest of 900 meters on the long and only 25 meters land inward. And in this area only 111 trees grow or all trees grow and the rest is all uh, bushes or grass or small trees. So it's not really chopping the forest but only uh, making the forest smaller. Because it's less than 1% of all the trees in the forest, he says. And I asked him, why not other solutions? For instance, make the maximum speed on the highway lower to 80 km per hour instead of 100, which is now. And he says, or he said, yes, that's not possible because it's a highway. And that's the only thing he wanted to say about that. Uh, it's not possible because it's a highway. And I thought it was very funny because it's... The most favorite day thing I can hear of someone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, yeah, I don't think the interview was really good or I learned a lot of it. Because, um, yeah, he only said we need highways and I want to drive fast. Uh, but the only nice thing I learned was that there are only 111 trees uh, being chopped down for the widening. And my last interview was with Steven. Uh, he is the one 
who is leading the project uh, of the widening and the whole project of the Ring of Utrecht because it's a large bigger project than only the widening of the A720 and he, I asked him again why is this the best option and why not something else and he says yeah it's not only because how it is now but also in the future so now Utrecht has more or less 400,000 people living in it but in the next 10 years uh, 100,000 houses will be built so the traffic will increase so the ways or the roads are needed to give this traffic away out of the city and into the city uh, and again I asked why is 80 not 8 kilometers per hour not good enough and he says yes but it's not gonna be better because the cars are the same and more he didn't really want to say about it so I do not know for sure why that is not still after two interviews they both couldn't give me a good answer but he said yes where other people said uh, the province is against the plans and also the local government is against the plans uh, he said yeah but both parties are uh, think it's a good idea and they want the highway to widen because it's much more uh, beneficial for the city and for the province to have more traffic than to have traffic jams and he says yes these the nature will be compensated and this is calculated in on this moment so the nature will be the new nature will have the same impact on milieu and on the on everything as the nature who is getting chopped does now so it's not something about 40 years but it's already now how this will be uh, and he said yeah in the plans of Rijkswaterstaat it's not 25 meters land inward but only 20 or 15 meters so it's 10 meters less and in these 10 meters are a lot of these old trees who are getting chopped down in other personal researches so that's all about the interviews I had uh, I learned a lot from them not from all the interviews but the most I learned a lot from them and if you're still walking through the forest I think this is a nice time to pause the video again alright and now we go on with the last part of this podcast because myself, me myself I have done uh, a research in the area uh, to see what the noises will do of the highway if the highway gets widened and if these noises are more without trees than with trees to do this I made three lines in the forest from the highway forest inward and at every 10 meters I, I made a measurement on the decibel of the highway at the end it was very clear to see that if there are trees in the forest so not only the big trees but also the bushes and a very close forest that the sound was much less than without the trees it may not sound like much but after 40 meters uh, the measurements with the trees were 53.6 decibel and without the trees of the 40 meters were 56.4 decibel uh, so this difference of almost 3 decibel uh, that may not sound like much but in decibel after 3 decibel uh, the sound has doubled so without the trees after 40 meters the sound of the highway is still double of what would happen uh, with trees you can imagine that 
if the highway becomes wider and more cars will go over it, the sounds will increase and with less trees the highway or the sounds will even get louder. So this in short my research and why I've done it. And this shows that expansion of the highway will make some extra noises in the forest. If you are walking through the area still or did walk through the area, I think you have heard this highway almost everywhere in the forest. Especially because I said in the beginning, don't listen to it, but of course then you go listen to it. Uh, so you know how annoying the noise can be in a peaceful and quiet forest. And with a wider forest or a wider highway, these noises will even become more. And that is how I will end this podcast. If you want to form an opinion about this topic or the whole discussion, uh, be my guest. I'm not going to give my opinion here because I don't think it's my place to give that. But I hope I have given you some information on the forest, something new and something to, to discuss about with your family or your friends. Again, thanks for listening and bye.